530 here in the Kiva. Great music there. Sympathy for the Devil. I have none. And maybe neither does our next guest uh, here, Carol White, uh, joining me live in the uh, studio uh, after a, a nice visit to the salon that may not be open. If uh, they get one strike, two strikes, three strikes, four, according to the afternoon uh, news conference. And sorry for politicizing at you, Carol, but you didn't say it. I did. <laughs> It's true, Eddie. You can you can say anything you want. Oh well, at least at least at least now I can. Most likely, I agree with you. <laughs> That's about as far as we'll take that. This rapid response uh, update. Uh, this had to make your jaw drop. Uh, you heard me a little bit earlier in the broadcast uh, talking about uh, what the Las Cruces Sun News did. Uh, Donana County businesses. They literally listed them, you know, one by one, all the way through, and they went all the way back. Uh, from May 13th, 2020, until today, listing every single time that these businesses with the coronavirus cases had the rapid response group as it was issued by the New Mexico Environment Department and the New Mexico Department of Health. It's a bit like a scarlet letter, um, and it's, you know, the problem is here, it's really no fault of the business. I mean, Employees are going out and getting COVID wherever they're getting it, and then they're bringing it into the business, and that's where it gets reported. So it's not very fair, but I'll tell you what. You know, we're we're absolutely thrilled that we get to stay open um, at least to the 25% level. Um, I'm not I'm not thrilled about the the ways that we have to do it and the rapid response, but I will tell you that there's been only three or four cases where there's been more than four employees at a restaurant um, that were infected. So I'm not really worried about that. I don't think it's going to be a big deal. So you're saying it's uh, COVID business as usual right now, and maybe you are anticipating a slightly worse set of circumstances. Uh, Dow sort of alluded to that as well. Yeah, I mean, we were fully prepared for her to close us down, um, this being a Tuesday and and this announcement coming, you know, pretty quickly. So we didn't know what was going to happen. I got I got about an hour's worth of uh, warning on this, um, and and honestly, I think a lot of my members thought we were going to close down for the second time completely, and that was going to be devastating for them, especially going into winter and fall. Sorry to rain on your parade here, but there was one thing that stuck out probably more than anything else, and it had to do with contact tracing. And I've received a lot of uh, text messages here this afternoon, Carol, which had indicated that if people have to go out and sign up and be contact traced, then they won't be going out. I imagine uh, that'll be the attitude of a lot of people, and I know that that's going to impact even at 25% many of these businesses uh, uh, that are out there. The other uh, upside of that is a lot of people are going to go ahead and put down uh, that they are the uh, the governor and her fiancé when they enter in their contact information. What do you think about uh, people complying with uh, this contact tracing? And I know that you've already issued those guidelines on behalf of the New Mexico Restaurant Association. Well, uh, you know, I just want to say you, I mean, if somebody has a wait in their restaurant, you know, there's a 30-minute wait, you want to leave your name, you leave your name and number. And I don't think they're asking us to go through too much more, number one. Number two, I think there's a lot now, there's a lot of um, ways to dine at restaurants. If you don't want to leave your name and, and dine inside, 
then you can dine outside, you can take out to go, you can get delivery, you know. I mean, I think there's a lot of ways to skin this cat, but remember, these are not our rules. These are the governor's rules. We have to follow them. So let me uh, suggest something uh, here. I don't think anybody has a problem with sharing their information with a business. They don't have any problem sharing their information with a restaurant or wherever it is that they want to go. What they don't want is they don't want their information circulating into the government as to where they went. There's a lot of trust that happens between me and any of the businesses I patronize, as there is from you or Dowd or anybody else that are out there. The difference is, is nobody wants that information going to the government. How is there going to be forced compliance on behalf of the uh, governor uh, with these restaurants to make sure that they uh, come up with the information and what penalties could come to restaurants and businesses? You know, um, somebody asked me that earlier, and we don't know until the actual uh, health order comes out. And so I think she mentioned that that will be out on Friday. So we don't know the answers to this. I don't know if we've got to ask people all of the COVID questions. We don't know if, you know, what kind of information they have to give us, although I think it's just name and phone number. And, you know, and here's the thing. So you give the wrong name or phone number or you know, just try to make it easy on the restaurant is all I want to say. And I, I'm not saying but is the, the wrong government, phone number. But the is the government going to make it easy on the – yeah, but, uh, Carol, is the government going to make it on the easier on the restaurants? If they don't comply or there's only been 72 businesses that have signed up for the forced compliance uh, for every single one of these restaurants to go through the quote-unquote training – even though it says it's online, and then allowing the Department of Health, as she suggested, to come in and do voluntary swabs of people to, to do checks. I mean, I think that's a that's a bridge too far, even for the restaurant. Well, it may be for some restaurants, but I'll tell you what, we're, I mean, we're also desperate to stay alive. And, okay. um, you know, at some level, we need the general public to work with us and, and help us on this because, again, they're not our rules. You guys know that. Yes. Um, and we've got to keep restaurants alive. So we've got to got to play by the rules here. And I, you know, I'm with you. I understand, but we got to do it. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, I'm just simply asking the questions here in a more even way, uh, playing a lot of devil's advocate. And I think you're handling uh, everything right from a number of different standpoints because these are the uh, right things uh, to say. But I can only imagine in a deep, dark corner of the crevice of a vitamin D deficient uh, guy who's hanging out on the fourth floor in the department of our government who's like, I don't like that business. I heard that they were an advertiser on ABC-type radio out there in old Albuquerque, and I'm going to make their life hard. And if they don't give up those list those sheets with the contacts and those informations, then we're going to go ahead and shut them down. And that's basically what we heard. And we heard a lot of that type of vindictiveness uh, in between the lines. And I don't expect you to comment or, or say much on that, but that's what I heard. And I think that's the dog whistle. I think that was signaled, as we have seen repetitively, whether it's April, whether it's July, or whether it's uh, September, there has been this uh, media blitz on any company that's gone out there that's tried to operate uh, their business and had a couple of tattletales who would go out and, and say something. Well, they're all, we're all about keeping these guys in business. I just don't think that the government is interested in keeping them uh, quite in business as much as you and I are. Well, I agree with that. But I will tell you that there are some restaurants and uh, slash bars that have been 
you know, not following COVID safe practices, not social distancing, not doing the 25% indoors. And honestly, that's what the governor is seeing as well. And her people are seeing that. And there's, you know, instead of going in and, and enforcing what's, what's been out there already on those restaurants, they keep trying to tighten us down a little bit more. And I mean, it's not working. New Mexicans are not staying at home. We're, we're spreading COVID faster than any other state in the nation right now. And um, I know that's got to be frustrating for her. It's not restaurants. That's not where the problem is. Right. But um, I know, well, right, because she can. I mean, honestly, you you know. I mean, you know what? You and I can go on on this all day. Uh, I know you. I know how we all feel. Uh, This is incredibly frustrating. But ultimately, that's the answer to everything is why does she do any of these things? It's because she can and there is, this isn't a restaurant-centric problem. Uh, we are going to go out there and support those restaurants. Uh, we're going to go out there and support the New Mexico Restaurant Associated and uh, uh, what you guys are doing. This has been the most trying and terrifying time, I think, of our business lives as we continue to soft-sell uh, ourselves on how, how great things are or how we're going to do this. But I don't know how much longer we can keep up at this. And the final question for you, you know where I'm going, is uh, you have uh, given some bleak um, ideas uh, on what potentially could happen if we have another shutdown or we have we keep things going at 25%. I mean, how long can we continue at this rate? Well, without federal relief, which it doesn't look like we're going to get before the end of the year, um, we just we did a survey and 30% of our members will have to close in three months and another 30% on top of that only have about six months left before they'll have to close. Could you also suggest that uh, for those three months, you know, driving the quarter into those uh, three months, that if we continue at 25% for the next four months, it's the same one, and we take the next 25%, you know, at the same next uh, month and, you know, for for the next, what, that would be a month and a half on top of what, eight months that we'd have the same proportion of businesses that would be closing, just as a function of the math of what you were talking about? Yeah, well, that's that's true, and also... You know, right now we have 75% outdoor dining and 25% indoor, which gets us closer to 100%. But it's going to get cold, I cold. think, as, as soon as next week, and that outdoor dining isn't going to be there for us. So, um, you know, that we're all worried about that. Yeah, we certainly are. Carol White, thank you so much for being so gracious uh, to be here. How'd you like your, uh, your you want to give a plug for the salon that you visited today? Mesh Hair Studios, I won't tell you who I go to because I don't want her to get any busier than she already is. Okay. But, oh, they did. she does a fabulous job, and they, they do a great job. Thank you, Carol. Thanks so much uh, for being here and checking in. Uh, Carol White of the New Mexico Restaurant Association here in the Kiva. Very uh, quickly, your thoughts, uh, Dowd? Well, I think she made a great point about, uh, you know, we're very concerned about the extent to which what data we're going to have to, what personal information we're going to have to supply if we want to dine in. But Carol said, you know, we don't have the order yet, so we don't know exactly how this is going to work. My initial inclination is to put Porky Pig on any form I have to fill out. Um, I don't know. Will the restaurants have to get, we have to produce a license to show who you actually are? I mean, I don't know. How would you prove that your phone is the right phone? Uh, It'll be interesting to see when those official health orders uh, come down. And the other issue is that safe certification program that these restaurants are going to have to go through. Um, Michelle says, it's free. It's free to you, and we're here to help. Uh, When someone from the government says they're here to help, be skeptical.
Ah. It's that time. That's all I can say. But uh, we got to continue to do whatever we possibly can now to keep these things going and patronize yep. all those restaurants uh, out of there. And just uh, take your mask with you. Wear it in, wear it out. Get your stuff in, out on your way. Unless you're like me. I'm just looking for the coronavirus anywhere I could possibly uh, it? get it. Where, where, swing by where the studio. Can, where can I find the Rona? Well, no, but we don't want you just swinging by the studio. If we're asking it, we have the New Mexico Department of Health and the Environment Department over here visiting a radio station which has only one person and one other person who might stop in during the mm-hmm. afternoon. And we, yeah. you and I never even actually talk. But right. there we go. All right, back after a, a quick break, check on weather and traffic with Rudy Grande, who's over at Salon Helena in a moment.